0: Hey everyone, this is Twana and this is the darkest side of the, um, the darkest side of mental health. And I, um, it's 847 PM here in Cleveland, Ohio. The temperature is 83 degrees. I, f- I sound like a newscaster. I know, but <laughs> I wanted to, if you hear a lot of noise in the background, disregard it. I got my windows open because it's very hot in here. And you know, like I said, it's 83 degrees and it's 847 at night. So you, you're you hearing the sounds of everybody's air conditioning. I know, right? It's April and people have their air conditioning blowing in Cleveland, Ohio. But anyway, I wanted to take the time to jump on here tonight because I ha- am having another issue with sleeping. Um, I have melatonin, but my doctors know I don't like taking all that medication or Even though that's a natural source, I still don't like taking it. So I figured, why not just jump on here and talk to you guys about PTSD? A little bit about PTSD, since that's one of my diagnosis, and maybe we could talk about—I don't know—depending on how much time. It's eight fifty-two. I don't want to be on here too long because it is kind of late, and people have work. Depending on where you're at in the world, and where and when, what time of day you're listening to this. But anyway, um, PTSD or post, post-traumatic stress disorder, everybody, when you think of that, you think of um, returning veterans from the war. And they have flashbacks. and hear things that went on in a battle. However, um, what I'm finding out is that PTSD, what I know, because PTSD is one of my issues, um, it happens to it could happen to anybody because our traumas are not the same. My trauma may not be the same as your trauma. And so post-traumatic stress syndrome is how we deal with trauma. And um, it's a mental health problem. And it comes after you had a traumatic event. Now, I don't want to get too deep in this. And let me do my disclaimer, which I, I forget to do this all the time. But I am not a health care professional, a health, a mental health professional. I am a person that suffers from OCD and, um, and PTSD and depression. So I'm only giving you my side of information, the information that I've learned through my own research. And I employ you and I encourage you to do your own research. In order to get the best care, it's my theory that you have to learn, you have to know yourself in order to get the best care. But anyway... PTSD is a mental health problem that some people have after going through a traumatic event and my traumatic event, like I said earlier, is not the same as yours. Um, you guys know if I mentioned, I believe I did that. I was homeless for a little bit. That was very traumatic for me. And some people being homeless is not such a traumatic thing, but it was very traumatic for me. Um, Having David cheat on me was very traumatic for me, and that's just to name a couple of things. You know, having a boyfriend or husband cheat on uh, somebody may not be traumatic, but it was traumatic for me, so that's part of why I have PTSD. Uh, Most people have some kind of stress reaction after trauma and feel upset on the edge or have a hard time sleeping. I have all of that and my PTSD manifests where I have a lack of trust of people. I don't trust people. I don't let people too close because of the whole betrayal thing, which leads me to um, my theory on PTSD and young black males, especially those within the gang. I believe. That they suffer from PTSD, and everybody who's been following my pack podcast and who knows me knows that I'm an advocate for that—a very big advocate. And it's going to get much worse after April. But um, I'm a big advocate for people who for young black males who suffer for, from PTSD, and I believe it's PTSD. And uh, because th- think about it, let's just just let's be silly and look at Chicago. The south side of Chicago where the murder rate is like outrageous. Outrageous. You cannot tell me that them young guys there who have witnessed that or who even have carried out some acts of violence do not have PTSD from that. And I'm not trying to get into the whole we live in America. And if you live in America, you you are born with PTSD if you're African-American, Asian, Mexican, You know, if you are a minority living in um, the United States, you do have PTSD. I'm not even getting to that. I'm getting to everyday life right now. Everyday life where you have to go to a a young child, have to go a young, well, not child, young adult, has to go to high school and worry about all this stuff. You cannot tell me they, they do not suffer from PTSD. You can't tell me that. And it's a continual thing. And that's, I mean... It it manifests itself differently among different people. The same way like OCD manifests itself differently in me than it will in somebody else. But four main symptoms of PTSD is reliving the event over and over again. I do this. So you cannot tell me (laughs) that I don't have it. Um... Avoiding places, situation, or people that remind you of the event. Feeling more negative than you used to ha- and having a hard time being happy or having positive emotions. I This is my whole life. This is my whole life. Um, many people with PTSD say they feel numb. I don't feel numb. I, I feel, I feel uh, more than what I should, I think, but I'm very negative. I'm very negative I don't ever see the good side of anything people who look at me they'd be like oh you're so strong you you are such a happy person that's all a lie let me tell you that is all a freaking lie I am the most I am the most um, negative person in the world and not only negative but I see disaster all the way I don't see the good in anything and nothing. And um, it, it's hard to say Oh, if I have PTSD throughout my whole lifetime. And if I look at my life, it probably started at a younger age, but it got exacerbated over the years. Um, feeling on edge or hypoarousal. Um, it's hard to relax. You get more angry. Like I said, these young boys and these at this anger. I mean, the arousal was like really... Crazy like me being hyperventilate, thinking something bad's going to happen. I mean, all of that is PTSD, and, and it and it's shame. It's it's really sad because in the mental health community, people don't recognize it as a um, disorder that c- can affect people on the street. I mean, some people do. Don't get me wrong, because I got a diagnosis of PTSD, but some people do not think that uh, that a sixteen-year-old boy living in urban America don't have it people don't think that and it's so sad it is treatable though and um very treatable you i mean it's different things you could do for it medication is it, of course it's one of them um you guys hear me always um sing the praises of zoloft when i was on it and i do have to go back on there and don't worry and when i go back on there <laughs> when i you guys will be the first to know but P- the Zoloff does not stop. Let me let me rephrase this. Zoloff when it comes to my OCD intrusive thoughts, works miracles. When it comes to PTSD, it works, but it depends on my stress level. I think that for me, everything for me, all my mental illnesses are exacerbated with. My stress level and lack of sleep. Like, when, when I don't get enough sleep, oh, it's gonna be a fucked up day. So um, I know that. So with with me having lack of sleep, and if I'm under a lot of stress, then PTSD is gonna come. And regardless if I'm on a Zoloft or not, I'm still gonna get some symptoms. I, I don't want to. They're not. They're not as bad as they would. B if I wasn't on it I still get the dreams I, I, I do still get the dreams I, and the insomnia that goes with that and um, I'm still trying to figure out how to manage the insomnia but you know I'm 46 I'll be 46 this year menopause and all this other stuff so I got a lot of I got a lot of like inner searching myself to figure out what's going on but I do have thoughts now. With the thoughts, because cause here's the thing, uh, my therapist told me, is I have intrusive thoughts and I also have PTSD thoughts, and I have to distinguish between them. OCD, OCD thoughts with me, are not real, so to speak. Most of the time, it's situations that has not even happened yet. The PTSD. How can I phrase this so you guys can get it? Um OCD, my OCD, thoughts, worries, fears, and all of that, pre- preoccupation, rumination, ruminations, all of that is for future stuff. PTSD is for the past. So when I have the PTSD, this is how I distinguish them. When I have the PTSD, it's always from past issues. Okay, so you guys know on the NOCD app, I actually took ERP courses, classes, you know, some sections to learn to do ERP on my own. I actually took some of those sessions with the therapist and ERP works for the OCD, but it does not work for the PTSD. Now, and let me let me try to break this down, and I'm only talking about me in my case and what it looks like for me. I'm not talking about anybody else. It may be different from somebody else, but when I do exposure response, um, ERP, exposure rep- response therapy, or whatever, I don't know, it's either response or reaction, but anyhow, when I do ERP therapy with OCD, it works like a charm. When I do ERP with the PTSD, it heightens it for me because um, I don't want to go back <laughs> to what caused me the PTSD. So I don't want to go back. Yes, I have the memory of it and I do think about it, but I don't want to go back there. So it's hard for me to expose myself to it. So I tend not to deal with it. Now, let me let me say this. This is gonna really confuse you if you're not confused already. My PTSD and my OCD intertwine sometimes because OCD is clever. It's very it's very fucking clever. So I could be having a thought about something that happened in the past, and OCD will come along, grab hold to that thought. And make me think that it's going to happen in the future. So, for example, let me give you an example. Being homeless. I was homeless. All the memories about me being homeless are there when I'm having my PTSD episodes. Okay? So, OCD, in the midst of all of that, OCD would grab one of the thoughts and bring it to fruition. Like, oh, you you have to do this or... You you need to pay your rent like ahead of the schedule or you're going to be homeless and you know how it creates it. So with me, with what I'm finding out with the help of my therapist, that's why I see my therapist weekly and that's why I journal. And I always tell you guys journaling is a godsend for me because I write this stuff out. Um, I have to really understand what the thought is, understand where it originated from in order to deal with it. Okay, so that's how OCD and PTSD intertwine for me. Now, when I don't be proactive, when I'm not proactive with handling symptoms of the OCD or the PTSD, depression comes. (laughs) And when depression comes, it's not a fun thing. And again, like I said, I know that I have to get enough sleep. I have to get. Enough sleep, and my stress levels have to be down because when these illnesses come for me, they come for me, and it's not like one; it co- they come a whole bunch. Like a great example would be the weight gain thing with me. So I'm I'm like obsessive about it. I you know I weigh myself every day, one or two times a day, and I know that's the LTD. Okay. The PTSD, which because I was not heavy, uh, well, I I did not weigh this m- amount in the past, but I remember hearing stuff from people who who talked about it. it it's kind of hard to explain. So I remember that, and I hear what people say, and I put that on me, right? Like, um, my brother is all he he told me this. He told me this a while ago. He was like you know um, obesity runs in our family which kind of is true so he told me that and I was not at a I was not at the weight that I'm at now I was way way smaller but he told me that so I ruminate on that and the PTSD brings that back and it plays over in my mind and it plays over and over and over and my OCD kicks in and I'm constantly trying to do things to make myself lose weight, and to to and you know, I have to stop myself. I, I have to stop myself because I weigh myself, weigh myself, weigh myself, and then when I constantly do that, you know what happens? Because I see the the scale is not changing, depression sets in, sadness sets and then it's a downhill cycle. And that's how all of my illnesses work together to try to destroy me. I could be having a great day. And then one little thing, one little smell. Now, this is the PTSD. One little smell, one little song and music. I love music because music is a, is a release for me. However, music is also a downfall for me. And I'll get to that in a second. But one little song, one little TV show, one little word. Somebody could say something that reminds me of something would trigger the PTSD. I am still working on triggers for the PTSD. The old And once... I'm triggered with the ptsd the ocd grabs hold to it and constantly it is it's a constant battle for me so i have to keep myself in a situation where i'm conscious about what the hell is going on around me and um what i'm listening to and what i'm not now i need to practice what i preach because i half ass do it you know what i'm saying i i don't do it and i um put myself in situations just cuz, you know. And so I have to work be better at that. But music for me, getting off that topic onto this one. You see how I switched up crazy, right? But anyway, music for me is a release. It's always been a release since I was a child. I relate to music. I actually listen to the lyrics and I actually relate to the to the lyrics. So if I hear a sad song, it would attach to me and I would start to feel what the song is saying if I hear like a violent song same thing but let me back up in the religious world um not to be too far out there or when I was in a religious world, they say that things could attach themselves to you like negativity positivity and all that stuff is true I believe that's true. Like what you if you watch some a bunch of killing a bunch of mass murders That's why people don't watch the news But if you watch a bunch of this crap on TV, you start to feel a certain way and for me, it's more heightened than a normal person because if for me, it's hard for me to shake I will carry it It will bog me down and I will be a depressing walking anxious mess, you know SVU law and order SVU is my favorite show used to be my favorite show. I don't watch it anymore because once I started understanding my triggers I had to stop it. Now SVU is a, you know, um is a show about sex trafficking and stuff like that. I have children and watching that show like Living breathing that show because that's how it was. I was like obsessed with it. You know, when I get obsessed with something, you guys, I have OCD. I get obsessed with it. So I would watch it, you know, watch it, watch it, watch it, episodes over. And all that was doing was putting in my head all this bad stuff. After I turned it off for the day, night, whatever, I carried that. And then that made my OCD just flip the hell out. And I was calling my kids and doing all kinds of crazy stuff with my children so with that being said i like music music t- is, does not like me so i have to limit that same way with television i love television television don't like me and another thing since this pandemic which i've been noticing is that my phone <laughs> i'm on my phone so much more there's an app on my phone that tells you how much time you spend on your phone mine said 20 hours 20 Fucking hours a day it's only 24 hours in a day and I'm on my phone 20 hours a day so you know I used to read books I stopped that during this pandemic it is this pandemic has been like really really crazy but um so I'm addicted to my phone now and I have to cut loose of that because I'm on my social media and I look at these people Especially the people, you know, with me and my body dysphoric disorder that's out out of the blue new. Um, I look at these people, these supermodels, and then I'm like disgusted. Now let me tell you this this is so funny. Um I think I told this story before. If you heard it, if you've been listening to my podcast, you heard it. In my mind, I have an image of myself now. I, I put on some I put on some weight. Um I was thinking that I put on all this weight at once, but my doctors, all of them, assured me that it was gradually over time that this weight was put on. So, you know, it gradually crept up. But anyway, I thought I put on all this weight, and the picture in my mind of myself is horrible. And then I, t- I told the story in one of uh, one of the podcast episodes where I went to Target and actually looked in the mirror. And I did not look as bad as what my mind was telling me. Now, with that being said, I could go on social media and look at all these women and the most dreadful person. that Let's say I see a person that weighs 600 pounds, which I don't weigh that. In my mind, I I, I see myself as that. And that's just body dysphoric disorder. And I obsess over that. And I when I I start obsessing and um, if you listen to my podcast, because I spoke about this, I had got to the point because in my mind, I saw myself as one way and I don't I covered all my mirrors in my house is covered. Um, But which is a whole other story, but my mirrors are covered, so I really can't see myself and I like it like that. But in my and see that well, I like it like that, but I, I shouldn't be like that because in my mind, I got the a distorted image of myself in my mind, but anyhow, so during when you know before I took reality by the horns and said, "You know what, no, I'm not going down that road, I saw this image in my head of this really horrible, huge, obese person, which I'm not. And I started thinking, I'm going to starve myself for five days. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to lose weight. Blah, 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 right? And then I talked to Kim, my therapist, and he was like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Don't do that. And so now it's a conscious thing with me where I have to, and it's hard. It's hard because OCD grabs hold to that. PTSD grabs hold to that and depression and it's so hard um, for me. But I I I I know logically that I'm not gonna lose weight. I'm not gonna lose weight overnight. Two, I have to eat healthy. I cannot not eat, and I can't do other things like use die um use laxatives and i have to eat healthy and i have to be active i know these things have to happen in order for me to lose the weight okay logically i know that and i know it's not going to happen overnight and you know regardless of that and i know that logically but On the other side, it's like I'm on social media and I'm watching all this shit. Let me tell you how many personal trainers I don't I I spent so much fucking money with personal trainers that did nothing for me. Let me tell you, the only thing they did was have me download an app and track my food, which is hard for me to do and track my workouts, which is I mean, I'm paying them like two hundred dollars a week for nothing. So it's. So I have to and and I'm still a work in progress when it comes to weight people. It's not an easy fix. So um, I have to cut my to limit my social media because I'm obsessing about it, you know, and that's not good. You know, music, television, the news, especially. um, And social media is not good places for somebody who is mentally ill with OCD and PTSD and, and depression, and who is—I mean, that's just it. You you can't you can't be on that. You got to limit that, and I have to limit that, and I have to look for other sources of stuff. Now in Cleveland, since the weather is getting right, COVID's not gone, but it it's not a raging. It's not a raging horror show anymore I have to get up and get outside now you when it me because I wallow in my own self pity I have to force myself to get up and work out I have to force myself to get up and get moving and don't say oh put it off procrastinate or whatever but see that's that bad perfectionism (laughs) that I have but I have to, I have to make an effort to do that because, and you know, the thing that I, and this is going to blow everybody's mind on this fucking listening to this pet podcast. What I found out was this, when I get up go outside, move around or, you know, move around exercise, you know, when I do my yoga or whatever, I feel, a, I feel a hundred percent better. The thing is actually getting getting to the starting point actually getting into it and actually doing it and that's where i have a problem with problem with you know what i'm saying so i'm going to work on that i'm still a work in progress i never said that i wasn't and i'm never going to be cured from this (coughs) regardless of what the naysayers say um but anyhow so um I also, another thing that I found that I don't do, and this is part of my self care, because I'm i a, I'm a work in progress, and I stopped taking care of myself like I was. Because remember, guys, if you've been listening to my podcast, I was doing my meditation. I was living that whole zen. Somehow, I lost that, <laughs> and I got to get back to it. But anywho, um, meditating for me is a good thing. It, it um. I do zen medica- meditation. I actually explored explored a few different types of meditation same way I explored explored a, a few different types of yoga and I found the one that very that helps me now zen meditation zen meditation I really like it. I love the peace. You know, mindfulness that's cool, but zen meditation um, and I think I'm going to, I think I did. I think, did I do Zen? I don't know if I did Zen with you guys or not. But Zen medica- Meditation, you could go on YouTube and find um, how-to videos about it. And actually, you could find like extensive Loan Meditation Sessions, which is great. Um, it helps for me, it helps me see beyond my thoughts. My thoughts take up so much in my mind that i can't really hear and this is so true um i don't like loud noises because it messes with me then you know it if my kids could play music really really loud and or the television really really loud and it bothers me because i cannot i always tell them my neurons (laughs) i always say my neurons are misfiring but anyway That's a whole other thing. I I used to tell my kids that, but, um, loud music messes with my inner peace. I like it quiet. I like it so quiet because when it's quiet, I feel like I'm able to decipher the thoughts that I'm having. That's not mine. That's OCD or PTSD or even depression. I'm able to deal with them better. But when it's really loud, and because you, you know, with me, I have a lot of noise in my head, and when it's really loud, I can't really figure out what the hell to do. And I'm a control freak by nature, it's not it's like I'm not in control. So, meditation for me, Zen meditation for me, slows the entire body down to where the thoughts are there, um, but you. When I'm in, when I do the Zen, I look at my thoughts, evaluate my thoughts, and can see the truth behind the thoughts or not. It's hard for me to explain, but everything is subjective, right? So for me, that's why I love Zen. Now, mindfulness is fine too, but I have a hard time. Relax your hair, relax your scalp, you know, be present in the moment and that's cool and dandy with mindfulness but sometimes my thoughts don't keep me in the present and and I have to deal with the past in order to deal with the present and you know I'm in a state of transformation right now so I'm looking at things that led up to certain things and trying to get myself acclimated and being in the present deals with the immediate. But let's face it. Let, let, let's let just be honest with each other. A lot of shit that we are going through right now is not in the present. It happened in the past, you know, and Zen allows me to deal with that. If that makes sense to anybody. But like I said, do your own research and go online and on YouTube and look up Zen, Zen medi med- meditation and do it. Just don't do it because I'm telling you to do it. If you like it. Cool. But try different ones. You don't have to be. I mean, hell, this is America. You don't have to be tied to one theory or one way of life. That's why I hate. I don't want to say hate. That's why. That's why I disagree with religion. So heartily, because, it, you know, all these different religion, religious, all these different beliefs, all these different issues all leads to the same thing inner peace being good to one another same thing so i don't understand the big hoopla but that's a that's a topic for another day okay so with that being said it's a one other thing i want to announce okay oh yes, saturday this saturday i am kicking off the discussion panel on facebook live um go to my instagram go to my um website and check it out um if you want to be, if you want to see it, or if you want to be, if you have some thought provoking thoughts, and let me tell you something, you guys follow me on this podcast. You know how I talk and how I get down and everything is uncensored. And if you want to be a part of that, if you have an experience, or if you just want to voice your opinion, support or against, I'm I'm with different point of views. Trust me. Um, just go on the website, mysisterkeeperohio.org. And just check out the things that's on there because we got it updated. I also got some partners up there that may, if you need help in certain areas, check out my partners pages under partners and um, resources. The resource tab on my website has information about the NOCD app because the app helped me a lot. And I always share, I always want to put out there what helped me because what helped me could probably help somebody else. Don't do it. Just do it test it, do your own research on it. And if it does help you, I'm grateful for that. But I just don't want to hold back anything that helped me. Um, I think that covered everything. I think it covered everything. I think so. I'm trying to think, I, you know, I need to get better at this. I always do things on the fly, I don't like planning shit out for these because you don't get the genuinely the genuine me when I go on when I have things scripted. It's I don't do well. Well, I can't do well scripted, but I would rather be like open and honest with you guys. And if I do things on the fly, I can say shit and at least a, even though it may sound rambling, it's a point to my madness. Um, just give me a second. Let me just go through my mental thoughts. And think about what I want to say next. And I have nothing else I want to say. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a um, a, a, a family. Because we family, right? I always tell you guys we family. Um, thank you for listening. And um, I appreciate you guys. Um, before I go, though, I do want to say uh, that... I have been I think I mentioned this before because I am older and I don't get all the vitamins that I need to get because my eating habits are piss poor. I was I I've been using the Nature's Bounty protein vitamin or vitamin protein shakes. Those are delicious, guys. I use the vanilla one. I put it in my coffee. Even though I'm not supposed to have coffee, I still put it in my coffee. Let me tell you, and you could take, you could drink it with water. It doesn't give me any fucking energy. It doesn't. It says on the thing it's supposed to give you energy, but it does. It does help out with the uh, uh, vitamins and stuff that I'm lacking. I gotta get better at that. Like I said, I'm a work in progress. So I want you guys to check. You know, if if you want to look into that or try it, go for it um i think that's it i'm almost sure that's it i don't want to hold you guys too long it's 9 22 so i'm going to leave i'm going to end it here guys pay attention to the website pay attention to the instagram everything is always up there and we'll hopefully you'll be able to stop by on my live feed on saturday it's going to be quick to the point because it's like um just an introduction let you guys know what to what to expect from me (laughs) what to expect from me in this in this thing and i and i'm lining up some some good speakers you know i got people i reached out to some people today and hopefully we could put a time it's only going to be a month thing because you know what i got a lot of other stuff going on but right now it's only going to be a month thing the second saturday of every month so until then, guys, um, be nice, be good to everybody. Self-care, self-care, self-care. And until next time we talk. Oh, if you go to the website, let me let me put this in there. If you go to the website and you don't understand self-care and I'm doing this more for myself than it is for you, go to my website, sign up for that, that one-on-one um, self-care thing and let me, me and you talk one-on-one and it will be me. It won't be anybody else within my organization. It'll be me. And we could sit and we could talk about self care and we could throw away different we could give each other different ideas and work on that and be accountable to be accountable to one another so check that out until next time guys see you later.